Long play. V reset to I left wing, U flex. Full back right, half back Q8, crunch right, flex wide counter. Bone, deep key left, boundary. I right west, squeeze, U left. Toss 99 bus. Six jet, Frisco, half back chip. Slow screen right, dynamite, full back follow on ducks, on ducks right. We're going to be looking for big plays all game long from Tyrol Smoochie Wallace. And let's not forget the tight ends. Brandon Rush and Jeff Lyons. This is Three Point Stands Magazine. Hello and welcome to a Super Bowl edition of Three Point Stands Magazine alongside Jeff Lyons. I am Brandon Rush. No COVID test because of a haircut here. Mainly because I cut my own hair. And, and Jeff, when was the last time you got your haircut? I do it like every six to eight weeks. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're long safe. as I'm long as I'm not seeing anyone within like the next week that's elderly or has issues going on. That's fair. Uh, this is Three Point Stance Magazine Super Bowl Fifty Five coming up on Sunday, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Hey, I've gone back and forth on this game a thousand times. It feels like I kind of feel as if I know where I'm. I'm gonna bet my uh, my my way through this game. Definitely a lot of prop bets that we're gonna talk about, and uh, also kind of give a breakdown of the game here on the show as well. Also, news in the NFL. I thought it was just gonna be a nice and quiet evening last Friday night, and then the Matthew Stafford Jared Goff trade goes down. The Lions get a first-round quarterback in Jared Goff, number number one overall pick, wasn't he? Yep. Okay. And three first-round draft picks in the in the coming years for uh, what was a guy that was their franchise quarterback. I am very sure that Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson had to sit back and go, "Huh, that's that's convenient. They get what they, he got a trade. Why couldn't we?" But either way. It, uh, it really kind of sets up those two franchises on different paths. Your thoughts first on the deal, and then secondly, who's going to have, who's going to end up winning that deal in the long run? I, well, my biggest thought is why isn't Les Need fired? You know, j- just so sell, this trade the is a two first and a third plus golf. The trade before to get golf was two first, two seconds, two thirds. Um, or yeah, in two thirds. So, how many picks does he have to give away to get his, um, you know, number one quarterback? Six picks for a quarterback you only had for four years, and then now he's giving up another what three picks for and a quarterback for a quarterback that he may only have for four years. Right. So I, they're obviously in a window where they have to win this upcoming year they are screwed how tough is that division now though we figure uh, russell wilson with seattle uh, obviously been been in the penthouse of that division for a while you got the arizona cardinals who were on the come up and then you have the 49ers who were who were in the super bowl not too long ago so this immediately becomes possibly the strongest division in all of football even though neither none of those teams can probably win a world championship you're going to have to go through them in order to get to it yeah you're going well and let's let's not you know hold our breath on this whole thing that the 49ers are sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. There's been talk that he is on the move. A uh, number of quarterbacks also being discussed being being moved as well. But you're right, Jimmy G uh, for Kirk Cousins is a is a hot rumor that's out there reuniting yeah. uh, what they had in Washington. Right, that one or the other favorite one on that Jimmy G is involved in a Watson trade. I heard Jimmy G and Nick Bosa would go to Whew. the Texans for Watson. With you know a pick or two, the uh, the other uh, 
Texans uh, trade that I've heard a lot of is uh, is Carr. Yeah, but I. So out of all those guys we've just talked about, why would Derek Carr get you the value no. that you feel you're going to get? You're definitely not going to get that. Uh, but but back to the the original point, you got Goff going to Detroit. Uh, with a new head coach, new whole new you know change of scenery for him, and then you got Matthew Stafford with uh, what, what everybody believes is a pretty gifted play caller. What do you think Stafford's going to be in the say the next thirty six or thirty two games uh, under Sean McVay? I well, I mean, I know he'll be better. It'll be interesting though if at some point during the season, if there's a little bit of struggling, if we see Stafford turn to the sideline and say, "Shut the fuck up," mm-hmm. because remember, McVeigh was notorious that he would talk to Goff. I think until what is it, the 18 second mark? Where I think it's speak. I, I think it's 12 when the when the play clock gets to 12, it, it shuts off. And you, is and, it that low? I thought. It, see, I thought it was higher for some reason, but you know what? I, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Is, that's why they did a muddle huddle is golf would get to the line and then McVeigh would read the defense for him. Obviously we don't need McVeigh reading the defense for Stafford, but it'll be interesting to see if he can turn it off where he's not telling him at the 22nd mark while they're, you know, out there, the ball needs to go to woods and I don't want to see it go to anybody else. 15 seconds is the, is when the communication, uh, the audio equipment communication stops. So I said 18, you said 12 and technically we We split the difference. We were both, we were both right. Yeah. So that when when you really look at that, that's going to be the most interesting part is he's got a quarterback that he doesn't need to coach like that. Right. He can actually just focus on calling the plays. Right. I'm just kind of curious again. They they gutted a team that has an old offensive line, you know, needs upgrades in other spots. They had guys who had career years like Leonard Floyd on the edge. Mm-hmm. I, I just wonder if maybe they sunk too much into this, they definitely gave up a lot and they're going to have to spend money on that offensive line in order to, to keep Stafford upright. Because if, uh, if Whitworth doesn't come back, that entire front five is not that good. No, it's not. And Whitworth coming back. I mean, that's great, but it's not, it's a bandaid. It is a bandaid that, you know, ultimately as we've seen, he's going to, um, Whatchamacallit, he's going to get hurt, and he's on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. And he's a good dude, and I told, I, I actually like him. You know, he was out here with the Bengals, and then he's been with the Rams, but I just don't know if he can do a full year to give them what they need. Yep. Uh, Havenstein's the other really good uh, uh, tackle they got. Maybe they can move Bobby Evans in, into uh, that other tackle slot if Whitworth was not to come back. But that's if they're going to address any thing in the offseason it's got to be that front because i think with the receivers that they have they can compete uh, they got that committee uh, running back by committee their defense probably doesn't need much of a much of a tinkering as, as well so it's it's got to be solely on the offensive line where they they direct their attention right so i guess the big question on this and you know maybe you can help me on this one too um what what who gets cut from you know, who get who gets cut? Because I feel like they need to clear some cap space and get some blood in there somehow. The Rams, you mean? Like, yeah, who on the Rams gets cut? There's going to be a big name that has to go, right? Um, I mean, I'll pull up their uh, their contract stuff. It's not well, going to be. I, I can tell you, it's not going to be Donald. No, but maybe Ramsey. No, they got too much money tied up in him. Um, yeah. You're maybe maybe looking at. Um, 
Because remember, the salary cap's going down this year, probably. Yeah. I mean, they're projecting even teams like the Bears, who thought they'd have about seventeen million in cap space now, being ten million over the cap. Mm. So I'm wondering who goes again. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're going to just ride this thing out and say, "Okay, we're cool with you know adding third, fourth, fifth, sixth round picks." In hoping that we get lucky on a couple of them. Uh, okay, so looking at their uh, their salaries, the uh, the one that sticks out like a sore thumb, at least to me, uh, in terms of base salary for 2021 is Robert Woods. Uh, set to make $12.5 million, only one year left on that deal. I wonder what the dead money is on that for cutting him. Uh, 14-4. So it's actually a bigger cap hit than keeping him. Mm-hmm. Unless, well, no, you can you can spread that fourteen four over the two years, right. can't you? Yeah, you can you can split that up. But I mean, I mean, they got Donald making nineteen, Ramsey making seventeen, Stafford's going to make nine and a half. Cooper Cup, maybe they restructure him because he's not going anywhere. McVeigh loves him uh, at ten and a half. Woods at twelve and a half, and there is no one else in that uh, on that roster that's in uh, that's in uh, eight digits. Yeah, you got to wonder if they're going to be on the phone with Donald or one of them saying, what if we turned your salary into bonus money, you know, which is actually they still get paid the same. It's just that it takes a different cap hit to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of Aaron Donald, his contract, like I said, he's uh, scheduled to make 19.8 next year. He uh, is uh, actually has a potential out after next year. So he would be 30 at the end of next season. Wow. The Rams can get out of that and only have an $8 million cap hit after next year if they if they if for some reason they wanted to move move away from him. Hmm. Which I mean, when you have potentially the best defensive tackle to ever play the game, that's hard to hard to walk away from, especially with the impact that he has on that uh, on that roster. Well, can they walk or can he walk? They can. Because that would be funny if he could walk, because then obviously if you're him, you walk. Right. He's under contract through 24, but like I said, they can they can end it at the end of next year and only have an $8 million cap hit going to 22. Right. Uh, conversely, Robert Woods, as I mentioned, he has uh, four years, actually five years left on his deal, but the Rams can get out of it after next year with only 600000 that's crazy. So, it, like you said, it would be cheaper to keep him, at least for the year. Yeah, you you got to keep him for the year unless you want to, again, like you said, restructure just for one year or give him bonus money. Yep. That's that, the only way you could get that done. That would be something fun to talk to a uh, to one of those cat people to figure out, hey, you know, what's what's the best move here? Um, so, that said, does, does Stafford see more? I mean, I think on the field he's probably going to have a pretty good go of it with, with the talent around him, the coaching around him. Um, well, on the field, it's the best team he's or talent he's probably ever had. Do the Rams get anything out of it, though? Do they get back to a Super Bowl? I think their offense is automatically an upgrade. The biggest question is, is, is the defense going to play at the same level it played at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, remember, this is the defense that let the Bills shred them. You know, the Giants were able to move the football on them. Are, are they going to be, you know, the defense that they were towards the end of the year where it was almost impossible to score on them and they were making plays? Or are they going to kind of sit there and, you know, just la-di-da through games because they know their offense can score? Right. 
that'll be uh, that'll be definitely something to watch in the coming weeks and months uh, to see what becomes of the Rams and if they do try to restructure some deals because uh, they're going to have to try and upgrade that offensive line and if they don't do it through the draft they are going to have to get creative with the cap in order to bring somebody in. Uh, Jeff, hirings across the uh, the NFL slate, every position in the NFL now filled. Um, a pair of uh, nobodies that I could not pick out of a lineup getting jobs in Houston and Philadelphia. The the, the big discussion uh, came out from uh, from Andy Reid saying that Eric Bieniemy never got a formal request uh, to be interviewed by the Philadelphia Eagles. What in the blue hell? Why? I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. And what's scary is, you know, the press conference, and I can't even – the press conference that was given was even worse. I mean, it, I, maybe I'm missing something here, but it just seemed to me that I don't think the Eagles know what they're doing. And I think they've kind of gotten themselves stuck in this Wentz Hurts position mm-hmm. and Howie Roseman can't back into why he needs to get rid of Carson Wentz. Hmm. I, that's the only thing I can think. I think I I'd love to know who really wanted to take Jalen Hurts last year. Right. That that's what I'd really like to have the discussion on because it, if Hurts isn't starting coming up this season, then it means to me that Peterson got someone's ear and pushed for Hurts to be taken. Right. I mean that's the only the only thing that makes sense. You know that's that's the only thing that I can think of. So obviously we have quarterback moves that are that are going to be coming. What's uh, what's the next domino to fall after this uh, this Stafford trade has gone down? Oh, the is next domino. Watson? I I mean you're probably looking that Garoppolo gets moved next. Okay. I really feel like the 49ers are tr- going to try to find an answer. You know to uh, to Jimmy G before they do anything else we will have a uh, a scenario show coming up uh, after after the the super bowl obviously before the draft and and th- even though there's not a combine this year we will kind of throw out all the ideas and, and pick where we think certain guys are going to end up and we'll kind of look and see how it all ends up towards the uh, towards the end of the year yeah i mean i guess a good thing on this is that at least we still got a lot of time yeah. you know I, i'm sh- i'm still shocked like I keep waiting for um, I keep waiting to hear that uh, what you would call it um, the uh, Lions have had a change of heart <laughs> or the Rams have I, I mean I don't think we're gonna hear that for a while you know I well yeah but I mean since they can't make it official until the new league March yeah March it's 16th. one of those where you kind of wonder if sooner or later the Rams are gonna be like ah just messing around you know what we uh, yeah we thought this was a good idea, and then we saw really what we gave up to get Stafford, <laughs> who's never won a playoff game. And we got dragged publicly for it, and now we see the error of our ways, and now we want to, uh, you know, nix the whole deal. Yeah, that would. I be. mean, that that would be so Rams, by the way. <laughs> right, but it'd be, it'd be very again, Lions too. I, yeah, again, the the funny thing on this, and this is what I'm just scratching my head, is you have like Bears fans out there saying. If Ryan Pace gets a trade for a quarterback and dumps a bunch of first round picks, the dude should be fired immediately because, you know, he did he he traded up to get Trubisky. He sucked. 
now he's making another trade. Like, how many mistakes do you get to make before mm-hmm. we say, okay, we got to fix this? Right. And Les Need makes this move, and most of the, the public's like, oh, yeah, that's a great deal. <laughs> I mean, it, because they got who they got, I'm sure that ices the pain a little bit. But, man, yeah, in, in the long well, run. Okay, so I, I – you know I never liked golf. No. Okay? I never really liked Wentz either. Right. But – it's, which is hilarious now looking back at that draft saying this out loud. But what what's really bothering me on everything is the fact that Goff had one bad year and they're like, ah, oh, fuck him, he sucks. Yeah. I mean, he, he they did go to a Super Bowl not too long ago. Right. But they, Unless they really feel that it's all McVay. I mean, I, I think that – I think they think that. I definitely believe that that's the mindset for the That they can the do whatever Rams. the hell they want, but – you know, what's interesting now on them, too, is they got raided. Their staff got just absolutely raided. Pillaged, yep. You know, it, it's it, – this is going to be a lot – this is going to be interesting to see what the evolution of the Rams are because if the Rams suck next year, they're all gone. Oh, yeah. And the sad thing is no one wants that job because you're basically three years without a first-round pick. Yep. And you got awesome. it, And you have a team that plays in the same building that uh, has a franchise quarterback and has a young defense and might be the uh, the team of, of L.A. before it's before too long. Right. If, if things go the way they, they potentially look like. Oh, yeah, could. easily. I mean, this, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I got to tell you, one of the things that I'm most shocked at, and maybe you can um, either agree or disagree on this, is how good – Pat McAfee's show is. Oh, I love his show. I and absolutely love it. He gets all these guys on here, and it's got to be because he's a former player yes. to open up to him. But I don't know if you saw, like, today, Herbert's, Herbert's interview. I did not see it today, no. So McAfee made a joke about that, like, what was it like going into your first game knowing that the only reason why you got into it was because someone stuck a, uh, a needle, a in. golf tee, a golf tee in Tyrod Taylor's <laughs> chest, and like he get, he just stared at the camera with no reaction. Oh, and McAfee's like, "Now that's a professional. Like right. you honestly realize you should not react to that at all." Yeah. And he was telling the story, and I guess basically they told him like right at kickoff, "Hey, right. you're going in." Right. And the head coach, told, Lynn, told him, and then Pep Hamilton and someone else came over and told him, and he walks out there, and Hunter Henry's like, what the hell are you doing out here? <laughs> That's good stuff. So, and what people forget is they took, that was the Chiefs game, and they took the Chiefs to the wire. Yeah. They were they were a salty bunch, man. They, they played yeah. really well this year. And I, I kind of hate that Anthony Lynn got fired because I feel like he, he had a lot of things kind of working against him in L.A., um, at least, at least this year. Um, but I mean, such is life, man. Uh, but Herbert definitely appears to be the real deal. Wins the, uh, the rookie of the year, which was announced on Thursday. Um, real quick, uh, before we jump in, uh, to a, uh, a, a timeout and then we start talking about Super Bowl 55, uh, who do you, who do you, who are your picks for say like the other awards, uh, offensive and defensive player of the year, MVP? Well, defensive player of the year, I still think it's always got to be Aaron Donald, as right? Long as, he, as long as he's alive, there's the he's 1 or 1A. One right. Um, offensive player of the year is tough. You know, I'd almost go it, – it's hard for me to say, but I'd almost go down the road of a, looking at a wide receiver. Okay. I, I, I'd love to see, like, a Tyree Killer or Mike Evans win that award. Um. 
I see. I, I'm I'm on Derrick Henry because uh, I mean he absolutely carried that team uh, all season long. Two thousand yard rusher. I mean that hasn't happened in the NFL for for what almost eight nine years. Um, yeah, I, I would I would definitely say that that's a, a distinct possibility. I don't know if Evans has the numbers per se. Yeah, I just don't feel like there was a quarterback that was like, oh my god, this is the year for him. Right. You know, Mahomes wasn't as good as we want him to be. Um, Rogers was awesome, but I, I got to tell you, getting knocked out when he did, I just, I, I don't feel like, uh, I mean, obviously he's winning the MVP, which means he's probably going to win offensive player of the year See, too. But I, but I feel like some of the voters will, will say he's going to win MVP. So let's look elsewhere. Uh, Stefan Diggs, fantastic year, led the league in catches and yards, got Buffalo yep. into in uncharted territory for them in, in a generation. So if you're going to go receiver, I would think Diggs over, over any of those other guys. But if it went Diggs or Henry, I don't think you could, I could I could be I could fault you either way. Right, right. No, I totally get it. Foregone conclusion that Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP. Uh, does Russell Wilson get an MVP vote this year? Oh, easily. You know he's never received a vote for MVP. No, I didn't know that. Never in his career <laughs> has he has he received one single vote for MVP. I don't think it happens just because the way they finished. That's crazy. It is pretty wild. All right. How cr- I mean, I'm like stunned by that. Yeah. Never received an MVP vote. I got some other mind blowing stats when we come back as we preview Super Bowl 55, and it involves Mr. 10 Super Bowl himself, Tom Brady. It might intrigue you. Some of you may know it. And Jeff, I believe you may know it as well. But if it happens for the uh, for the first time in Tom Brady's Super Bowl history. We could be uh, on our way to a very intriguing scoring Super Bowl. He's Jeff. I'm Brandon. This is Three Points Dance Magazine. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and it's the biggest week of the year for football fans. Are you playing the games this weekend? Are you going somewhere to watch the game? Take my plays with you. Go to FatJackSports.com, and for only $69, win betting the games this year. You can win everything through Sunday. Football for only $69. Football and basketball is as little as $99 to turn a profit this week. You get the predicted final score of the game the best bets in the game, and the top 10 to 15 prop bets. Everything you're going to need to make this a super Sunday. Call 800-298-1383 or the easiest way, go to FatJackSports.com. Get solid, consistent winning selections to turn you into profit this week. Or better yet, go get signed up for the entire year. You can pay out the service fee through next year's Super Bowl for as little as $200 a month, and everything will be yours. Your turn of profit, including free baseball, for as little as $200 a month paid out over 8 to 10 months. FatJackSports.com to win this week. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you. You love fantasy sports, right? Of course you do. You're the guy others come to when they pick their fantasy team or want the hottest tips on who to pick up off the waiver wire. You think about this stuff all the time, right? So how come you're not playing daily fantasy at monkeyknifefight.com? It's the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. Why? Because it's pure awesomeness. At monkeyknifefight.com, you're playing against the house. There's no sharks. No confusing interface, and you don't need an advanced degree from an engineering school to have a snowball's chance in hell of winning. Lots of people win all the time at monkeyknifefight.com. And you know what? Football season is here. 
Instead of planning on how you'll stuff your face with nachos at your friend's party, go play Daily Fantasy on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, and if you win big enough, well, host your own party. So what are you waiting for? Get ready for football season and get in on some awesome basketball, hockey, and golf action too. Go to MonkeyKnifeFight.com now and sign up. Use promo code 3PSMAG. That's the number three, followed by the letters P-S-M-A-G. That's 3PSMAG to receive up to $500 free with your first deposit. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. The simple joys of a monkey knife fight. Drizzly makes it easy to shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and liquor from wherever I am. I just open the app, find what I want, and it's at my door in under 60 minutes. Drizzly. Ding dong, Drizzly. This is Three Point Stands Magazine. Now back to our hosts, Brandon Rush and Jeff Lyons. Welcome back. It is Three Point Stands Magazine. He's Jeff. I'm Brandon. Super Bowl 55 is Sunday. If you want to win money just by watching the Super Bowl, my friends, have I got something for you. Uh, Go to 3psmag.com. First thing that should pop up, you will see the Super Bowl Squares contest where you can pay $5 for a square and get $100 quarterly payouts. So if you're familiar with the squares contests, final score one team, score the other, boom, you know, it's the whole thing. Uh, but easy, you pick your square for $5, and that's for every quarter. So really, you're getting a dollar and a quarter per quarter of a chance to win 100 bucks each quarter of the game. Uh, we're going to hold back $100 of it just in case the game goes to overtime. And that way we give away the full 500. If we only, uh, if a game doesn't go to overtime, three lucky winners will be random, uh, randomly chosen for one, a $50 prize and two $25 prizes. So go to three psmag.com, join the Super Bowl squares contest, pick your squares for uh, as many as you want, $5 a square. And uh, you have a chance at winning $100 each quarter on Super Bowl Sunday. It's not a bad deal for those of you trying to figure odds out here. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and the chance, and the fact that you could win four times off a five dollar investment—that's, I mean, you can literally win. You could literally win four hundred and fifty dollars. Sweet, which just off a five dollar investment. So get signed up and uh, join in the fun with us here on three psmag.com. Super Bowl Fifty Five, Chiefs and Bucks. Chiefs, Jeff, uh, three point favorites currently on FanDuel Sportsbook. Total 55 and a half. It keeps dropping. I, uh, j- when w- the game, before the game was even f- official, official, and, and Sportsbooks had started putting out the line, I told myself I was b- blindly going to bet the over. Then the over came out, Jeff, and I, I panicked a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's got the, tight butthole syndrome. A little bit, a little bit of pucker factor. Yeah, uh, it's the second highest total for a Super Bowl ever. Four of the previous five Super Bowls have gone, or excuse me, four of the of the five highest totals of all time have gone under. And here's the stat I referenced before the uh, before the timeout. Tom Brady in his nine Super Bowls, Jeff. You know the one thing he has never done. Go over the total. Led a touchdown drive in the first quarter. You know what the funniest thing is? The last time Brady was in the Super Bowl, we actually brought this up as yes. that. Yes. And then it because was. Because I think we justified in taking the under or something crazy. The under in the first half. Yep. Exactly correct. So if you, uh, the, the, the stat still is alive <laughs> that 
in the nine Super Bowl appearances previously, Tom Brady has never had a first quarter touchdown. Um, that is actually a wager I am making this weekend uh, that he will lead a first quarter touchdown. Um, but your your thoughts, just looking at those two lines before we dive into uh, prop bets and all the other fun stuff. You know, I don't care that the Chiefs offensive line is fucked up. I love the Chiefs in the over. Okay. I'm just going to say, and, and I get, you know, I get that Tampa Bay's defense is playing at a different level right now. But all we kind of do is always say, oh, we got to wait till the Chiefs get punched in the mouth mm-hmm. and this defense is going to slow them down. I just don't see it. So I'll take the Chiefs minus three in the over. Okay. I am, uh, I'm, I have money on the Chiefs preseason. Um, I'm going to win about a hundred and, uh, about $130 on preseason prop bets, uh, for chiefs to win the super bowl. So I'm, I'm thinking about hedging out of that just to ensure that I win $170 either way, uh, and taking bucks like money line. But at the same time, like I'm really pretty sure that the chiefs are going to win scary thing though. Uh, in being in that camp is that there is a lot of, I mean, a lot of public money on Kansas city to win and cover this game right now, Jeff, uh, it's come back a little bit. 51% of the money is on Kansas city to cover 57% on the money line, 71% of the money right now on the over. So Kansas city and the over, uh, the, the public play knowing that does that concern you at all? Yeah, cause, well, I, let me say this. In a normal year, that would concern me more than in a COVID year. That's that's very fair. I mean, you know, they openly said a lot of professional gamblers had an awful year this mm-hmm. year. And part of the reason why they had an awful year was the public won so many fucking times. Well, and, and two, I think a lot of professionals were, were not correctly valuating COVID. And what it has done to say home fields and, you know, those environments, because yes, having people in the stands can actually make a difference. Maybe not so much in, in uh, the game being played on the field, but the game being played between the ears, because if you can hear each other communicate, the game becomes a lot easier. And I think that is something that was, that was massively overlooked by a lot of the general public. Right. Right. No, I hear you. So that being said, um, I think, uh, gosh, I, I'm, I'm going to take I, I just, I'm sticking. My first gut looking at this was the over and the Chiefs. Yeah. So that's where I'm sticking. And I mean, I get that I'm with the public and you know I hate that. But I, I'm also one of those guys, too, that says I hate being that second guess better because then you're watching the entire game saying this motherfucker covers. I'm going to be really, really pissed right. off. This is going to be one of those years where I don't really do a lot for like the side or the total. I'm going to focus a lot of my attention on the props. Um, the fact that I have the Chiefs to win the the Super Bowl, and I'm, I'm getting 135. I just looked at 135 dollars total off of two separate bets. That I, I'm I'm I may hedge out of that and just take Bucks money line for like 50 bucks. So either way, I'm either winning 130 or I'm winning. 120. So, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm taking the chicken shit way out, but I'll I'll cash it. I'll cash a ticket either way. Right, right. The total though is intriguing uh, because of all the things that I mentioned. Four of the five highest Super Bowls of all time gone under the total. Tom Brady never scored a first quarter touchdown. That's eight touchdowns between these two teams. You're talking about the greatest quarterback of all time, 
Then you add in Mike Evans, Godwin, Fournette, Gronk, Kelsey, Hill, Mahomes. They're not going to put together eight touchdowns? You shouldn't be? So I, the, the total, I think, is really close. I, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you. I'm going to take the over. The only other thing that concerns me, though, is the potential for weather. Talking about a, a chance of, uh, of storms leading up to game day. And looking at the latest weather reports for Tampa Bay on Sunday, 68 and a 50% chance of rain. I wonder what I'm going to try and see if I can find the timing of, of said rain on, on Sunday. From the looks of it at the weather.com information desk, Jeff, uh, it appears that these storms are morning storms. So we, we may avoid a, another wet Super Bowl like we had with, uh, what was it, Bears Colts? Was that the yep. rain Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, that was. But, I mean, that one, did that that had to cover the over, right? I think so. I mean, Hester. I mean, that opened with a kickoff yeah. return for a touchdown. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That Devin Hester kick return. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna take the over, and I'm just going to – like I said, I'm not going to go crazy with it, but I'm definitely going to get uh, get in with the uh, the props. Uh, ESPN has a, a prop sheet up on their uh, on their website, and it has a bunch of, of things like, you know, the first score, touchdown, or, or field goal safety. Um, there, there are – so we'll, we'll run through those. And um, just between you and me, Jeff, I propose that we do this uh, this ESPN prop bet scorecard. There are 25-ish bets here. You and I against each other for 20 bucks. Are you in? I'm in. Excellent. All Dude, right. you know I'm in. Do you even have to ask? <laughs> I you could have just said, Jeff, we're doing this. I'd be like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. All right, I mean, now. I, I, I get it. Edibles and all that stuff is not legal in Ohio yet, but, yeah, I'm – Paying enough attention that okay. you don't have to ask that okay. question. I'm just making sure. I don't want to. I don't want to commit you to things that that you may not be be ready for. No, I get it, man. All right. All right so um, now we're, these will. If we take the same one, so be it. We'll just we'll just leave that one off off the the grand total. But the ones we differ on, we will uh, we'll we'll add into the to the totals here. So since I I am proposing the challenge, I will let you pick first on each of these, and I'll see if I if I like the other side. Uh, opening coin toss, heads or tails. Heads. I'm taking tails. I love it. Um, what'll happen first, a sack or a touchdown? Sack. Oh, I'm gonna take touchdown. Uh, will the game be tied after zero zero? No. I'm taking yes. It's awesome. We're three games in, and we're or three picks in, and we're already on the other side. Uh, Patrick Mahomes passing yards over under three thirty one and a half. Over. Right, we're both on that. Uh, Touchdown passes by Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half. Over. Yep. Uh, Tyreek Hill, six and a half catches. Over. Tyreek Hill is MVP of this game. You know what? I like it. I like it a lot, to be I'm honest with you. I'm telling you, the fact that the Scotty's out there talking shit about him. <laughs> Saying that he's I faster. Like, I, I feel like this is... Like the Tyree kill, I'm gonna prove you guys can't catch me. Game. Yep. And it's gonna get stupid. He's gonna have he's gonna have 14 touches. Yeah, the, I think it's gonna point. be something stupid where they run everything through him the yep. entire game. Uh, Kelsey over under seven and a half catches. 
Um, I'm going to take under. Me too. I just think because they're going to go to Hill so much, Kelsey's numbers are going to go down. Although Kelsey first touchdown, I'm I'm all over. I love that. The only way that, of course, that wouldn't happen would be the Hill deep ball hits like right, right away. Right out of the gate. Right. Uh, longest touchdown. Who has it? Chiefs or Bucks? Chiefs. Yep. Um, the, 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 the longest reception by Tyreek Hill over under 27 and a half. Over. We're both on that. Uh, you said 50, I'd tell you it's over. <laughs> first turnover of the game, fumble or interception? Um, interception. Okay. Uh, first score of the game will be a touchdown or a field goal safety? Touchdown. Hmm. Yeah, we're on the same page there. Um, will either team score three straight times? No. Both on that one. First team to make the first field goal, Chiefs or Bucks? Bucks. They settle for field goals. That's what they do. Uh, passing yards by Tom Brady, over under 306 and a half. Ooh, that's – I'm going to go over because they're going to – I feel he's going to have to throw the ball a lot to stay in the game. We are on the same page on a lot of these. Brady completions, 25 and a half. Under. I'll take over just because they'll be playing from behind. Mike Evans tech, uh, catches four and a half. Over. Godwin catches five and a half. Under. I'll take over. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you this. Like, the Mike Evans thing's interesting because, you know, it, Arians came out and said, we got to learn not to run our offense through Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. I mean, that means they're going to run their offense through, through Mike, through yeah, Mike exactly. Evans. Exactly. Throw up the smoke screen and, and see if So they, I'm actually going to go back, and I'm going to change my o- to over the Tom Brady completion since we're not done with the segment okay. yet. Okay. So uh, I'm going to agree with you. Like, I, there's no way he can't get that over number. Rushing yards by Leonard Fournette, 48 and a half. Under. I'll take over. Even though I think him and Rojo are going to split a, a lot of carries, playoff Fournette is uh, is a thing. Uh, sacks, over under four. Just total sacks for the game? Total sacks for the game. I'm going to take over. I'm going to go under. I don't think uh, even as bad as the, the Chiefs offensive line is, is – I mean, the, the offensive line that they're throwing out there, the five starters, I believe, have a combined seven starts. Yeesh. That won't be good. All right, who's going to have more? Jesus. Tyreek Hill receiving yards or Miami Heat total points on, on Sunday against the Knicks? I'm not a big NBA fan, so I don't know. I but again, I'm go. I'm gonna go with Hill on this. I really feel it's gonna be an explosion. I'm like, I'm, I think it's just gonna be something crazy. Yeah, like for, like I said, like 14, 14 touches, like two hundred and ten total yards. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a monster. Uh, yeah. Total kickoffs versus Lamelo Ball points. Is Lamelo Ball even playing? Yeah, he's just starting for uh, for the Hornets. I'll take the Lamelo Ball points. Oh boy, I'm going kickoffs. I'm going kickoffs. Brady completions against Paul George points. Um, I'll take Brady completions. I'll take Paul George. It's not the playoffs, so he'll he'll step up. All right, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, we need a tiebreaker. Oh, da, 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 da. So, yeah, we're, we're on the other side of, of eight points or of eight uh, props here on the ESPN sheet. 
Let's see which one of these did I? Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip one. I'm gonna take that a team will score three straight times. So that'll be. You are taking that. Yeah. All right, so we'll we'll revisit that uh, on on the next episode and see who owes who owes the other twenty bucks. All right, so um, I, I I have really gotten into props this year, like more so in the regular season. I've always played Super Bowl props, but to get into uh, in the regular season, I, I think I found some uh, some good spots. Um, I'm going to th- run through a couple that are available on uh, Fanduel. And kind of see where where your head is on on a number of these. But you said Tyreek Hill, uh, you believe is going to have a a monster day. Uh, by uh, Tyreek Hill, most receiving yards for the game is plus three thirty. Ooh, I like that. That is that is not. Uh, That's t- I mean, what do we got left on our account? Are we still playing? You know, maybe we got to figure out a prop ooh. that each of us get to play this week ooh. on that on that some of that money. That might be that might be something worth uh, worth looking into here. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, I'm gonna saying, try and find. Just saying, this might be a way that we could <laughs> get a couple props out here. I uh, so, yeah, exactly. So let's uh, let's take a look and see how many Tyreek Hill props we can find here. Uh, they have a Tyreek Hill over under uh, 94 and a half receiving yards. Over. Over. Um, so l- let's let's be honest. How many receiving yards do you think he's gonna have? I'm going at least 120. So they have uh, plus 125 is plus 250. Wow. So that's, I don't know. 10 bucks on that to make 25 is not a bad deal. That's pretty pretty salty right there. Pretty good odds. I like it. Um, you know, there's there's got to be something out there that I, I just – you got to feel – I mean, all I felt was they talked smack about how fast he was. And then nothing came out of the chief side. And I've never, anytime you see that, usually that means someone's focusing on something. Yep. And what I'd love is that they came out at the end of the game and were like, well, we were, we were running, you know, against Scotty and we thought that we could hang with him. And then Hill just blew us. <laughs> I mean, the safeties really buy that stuff. It'd be interesting to see if they're a step slow when this all hits. NFL Films does a great job of putting out like the mic'd up stuff uh, to their YouTube channels and other avenues. If you haven't seen any of it, by do yourself a favor and just go watch that stuff. They were talking, uh, or they were listening in really with the Buffalo Bills players on the sidelines watching Tyreek Hill, and they were just flabbergasted, like talking to each other, like, holy shit, this dude, like, that's next level. Um, Tyree Kill, 14 to 1 to take home the MVP award. Oh, dude. All right, so there you go. Out of my take, I want 25 bucks on the over 125 receiving yards and 25 bucks on the MVP. All right. We'll make, we will make that happen. Um, and that's where I'm going to sit. You know, I think that's you know, I think that's a that's a good number for us. We will now watch him blow his knee out like on the first don't, play. No, don't do that. Um, Gatorade color of the uh, shower thrown on the winning coach. The color? Yeah. Red. Uh, be a three to one. Hey, don't they kind of usually mandate that the color is the um, generally? Yeah. Same as the uh, team's colors. Uh, orange is the uh, is the is the favorite plus one twenty five. The the long shot is purple. When's the last time we saw someone get doused in purple or blue? I, you know what, I haven't. I've I've done more homework on the national anthem over under 
than I have on the winning winning color of Gatorade. Yeah, I, I always feel the national anthem over under is just rigged. Oh yeah, they know. I mean, come like on. I really feel like the singer says, "Oh, you know, it's plus one twenty five. They know. You know, here's here's um hundred thousand dollars. Go go make you know ten bets on this. Make sure saying that I'm going to go over, saying that I'm going to go under. Yeah, make sure that it goes over. Yeah, and then so I always kind of feel like whichever is the the positive number is the one that hits usually. Uh, some other fun ones that are available on uh, FanDuel, which, by the way, they're not sponsoring us. They should. Um, will there be a Scorigami? Will there be a what? Scorigami. What is a Scorigami? A unique final score. So it, what, it, what it is, if you're not familiar, NFLScorigami.com. There are, um, this is a total, a total, uh, like, analytics nerd thing. But when the final score is has never happened in an NFL game before. It's called a scoregami. No. Okay. Uh, you're, 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 uh, I, I'm not, not only no, but I'm just <laughs> now like offended that we had this conversation. <laughs> Opening kickoff return for a touchdown. I mean, this, this is, you know, that's fantasy dork conversation. That's, that's fair. Miss me with that shit, man. 55 to one for the, uh, for the Hester. Opening kickoff return for a touchdown. Right. It depends if the Chiefs get the ball. I, I like that a lot better than if the Bucks get the ball, right? Because I mean, you and I both know that Bucker's putting it through the end zone. Exactly, dude's got a fucking cannon for a leg. But if it's me, Cole back there, look ooh, out! This look, could be interesting. Look out! Uh, where I honestly believe Jeff, this game is going to be won um, is going to be third and fourth down. Kansas City third down conversions five and a half. I'll take the over in that. I'm, I'm over that uh, every day and twice on by, Sunday. By the way, for everybody to know, if Kansas City's whatever down in less than three yards, if they're third and three or fourth and three, they run that little rub route mm-hmm. that gets them the one yard. Mm-hmm. Just, just so you know, like they they run it all the time, and, and it's going to be hill in motion, and then he comes out and runs it and catches it for like however many yards he needs. Or they run that little shovel pass to Kelsey. Yeah. More, no, more so on the goal line. Five yard line. Yeah. Run that. Yeah. Um, Bucks third down conversions five and a half. Uh, they they had that in the first quarter against Green Bay, so I'm I'm taking over on that. Yeah. By the by the way, okay. So this is what's hilarious is you and I just talked about two trends for the Chiefs that we see all the time. Yet NFL people can't game plan for that or or refuse to game plan for that. Yeah, one of the two. I mean, if it so, if it was me as a defensive coordinator, and you you tell me where I'm wrong on this, if I saw that little Tyree Kill play, I'm having a guy basically at the line that the second the ball snap is just hitting him, mm-hmm. and forcing Mahomes to check to somewhere else. Exactly. Which Jamie. I don't think, it, it, given that scheme and the way they block it, he doesn't have that type of time. No. Uh, I've never understood why people give that wide receiver a free release because you do have the what one yard or three yard chuck rule. Right. It used to be five. That those, was back when football those, was actually a little bit more fun. Those were the days. Will an extra point or field goal attempt hit an upright? No. I'm going yes, plus 450. Heck yeah. I, well, I mean, Bucker's been like basically has a magnet on the ball to hit an upright, so I'm not shocked you said yes, but I still feel it's not as common as people think it is. Will any ruling be overturned by after a video review? Yes, easily. Minus two ten. I mean, how yeah. many games has it been where it doesn't happen? I I haven't done the homework on that either, and I'm willing to bet it's uh, it's pretty steep. 
pretty, pretty steep. Um, all right, so we are both soundly on Kansas City, even though I'm hedging out of it. I'm still going to be able to uh, to turn a profit. I, I'm I'm going to take the over begrudgingly, even though everything in my heart's kind of you know pointing me towards the under based off historical uh, precedent. But these are uh, these are different times, man. You gotta you gotta throw out some uh, some weird ones. I'm on Kansas City professionally and personally and personally more because I just don't want to deal with the Tom Brady douches for a year. So here's the thing, and I don't feel like unless Tampa Bay walks out. In their creamsicle uniforms. Oh, Jesus. I'm not pulling for Tampa Bay anyways. I, I kind of get the feeling that if this were the Patriots and Tom Brady, everyone in America would be on the other side. There is a small, and I and I will admit, small part of me that is kind of wanting Brady to be spectacular but lose. Just because... For him to do what he's doing at his age in a new system, in a new team, is pretty amazing. It you know in the big picture, and it would be fun to see. But I really want him to lose. I mean, the dude's married two supermodels. Like he's one. He's in his tenth Super Bowl. Like leave some for the rest of us, bro. Yeah, didn't he knock up an actress too? I think she was a supermodel. I thought that was. Um... Oh, the chick who's on um, Lord of War and everything. I can't think of her name. Because he had, uh, was it Bridget Moynihan? Yeah, I didn't realize she was a supermodel. I thought she was an actress. I think she was both. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I get it. I mean, (laughs) you know, every now and then when I get upset about Tom Brady, I just watch South Park where they massacre him, like, consistently. <laughs> With all, you know, all like, the Cartman, there. what are you going to do? I'm going to pull a Tom Brady, and after I win, I'm going to go home and fuck my wife, who kind of looks like a dude. Like, <laughs> And that's the entire theme of an episode, uh, is how Brady's it. wife looks like a dude. It's so good. All right, uh, anything we need to be on the lookout for in the Super Bowl that you uh, think that needs, needs something that you've been thinking about? I mean, we've obviously kicked the, uh, the Tyree Kill horse a lot. What what else are you are you calling your shot for? Oh gosh, you know I I guess maybe that I hope that this game's entertaining. Yeah, because this is one of those that you, you got to wonder, and obviously this is more on my end. I just got to wonder if Tampa Bay's kind of run out of luck. That's the only thing that I keep kind of circling my wagon around is can Tampa Bay keep the pace that they were on up like it, you know, it's been pretty impressive from where this team was to where they've come. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering again, if they can keep that pace up that... because there was even during their meteoric rise, there were a couple eggs they laid. Yes. You know, and, and that would be just kind of the question that I have. I, I touched on it earlier. Third down conversion, fourth down conversion. You will look back at this game Sunday night or Monday morning and whoever has the higher percentage of those conversions will have won the game. That's the key for me. I, as much as I, I like to look at turnover margin and sack margin, which is something I don't think gets lucked at enough, the, those conversions for me are going to tell the story of this game. And the fact that I can live bet this game while it's happening is also awesome. What, are you going to be in Indiana? I mean, it's a 12-minute it's a drive. So you're going to just leave your house to go bet each time? 
Well, I'm only going to do it once, and that's if things start going haywire. But yeah. Okay. All right. I was just trying to figure out what you meant. No, by that. no, no, no. Yeah, you know, like if I was going to have to like drive out there and help you out or something. No. You keep getting stuck on the bridge. Look, God. Luckily, I haven't had that uh, that issue yet. Um, but yeah, I you and me both. I you thought know, rich in Ohio is like. Whoa. I seriously thought I was I was getting onto something there with the uh, with the Tyreek Hill uh, MVP pick, but I'm I'm glad that you and I are on, on the same page on that on that front. I mean, you probably saw it too, and you're like, "Whoa, you're gonna go talk about this dude <laughs> and his speed and everything." You're just begging for a guy to just to have a massive game, and you know, out of Anybody this year who's pulled massive games out of his hat, it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like, he's just had massive games, and you're like, where did this dude come from? Because you, I don't, I remember him having like big games where he'd return a kick and get a wide receiver or a receiving touchdown. Mm -hmm. But he's had games where it's like, all right, they're just not going to stop throwing him the football. So the other the other prop bets that I love uh, that I haven't seen on FanDuel, but I did see on DraftKings, they may, you may find him in other places um, that I'm that I'm locking down. Over under two and a half players to complete a pass. I think there'll be some a trick pass, or it's someone gets dinged up. You know, Mahomes' toe injury comes back, Brady's arm falls off. Who knows? There will be a third player to complete a pass. Uh, that's like plus money, like two. I think two thirty. Um, the other one also offered by DraftKings is a fat man touchdown. Offensive or defensive lineman to score a touchdown is eight to one. I'm taking a little bit. You're I mean, taking a fat man touchdown. I, I can't. I can't not do it. I mean, that's kind of easy. You get a sack in the end zone or something too. Exactly. That's that's a two way a two way go there. But yeah, I, I really sack fumble. Yeah, touchdown. There you go. I, I I would really love to see like an Indonican Sioux touchdown run. I think that would be crazy. I think we're now getting a little. You now, know, now we're getting now, now we're getting absurd. Yeah, this okay. is kind of absurd. That's fair. All right, this is yeah. worse than the uh, weird origami <laughs> question you had. So if you had to experience one, a scorigami or a Donican Sue Yeah, I didn't even say it right. Scorigami. I mean, Jesus. I know you're dying, wow. on the, dying on the inside. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of Three Points Dance Magazine. We'll be back next week with a reaction to what the hell happened on Super Bowl 55. Hopefully, you're playing with the Fat Jack. Super Bowl has been his his game over the last handful of years. Sixty nine dollars to get side total and the top ten prop bets sent uh, to you. Uh, predicted final score if you're in office pools or anything like that. Uh, available to you as well. Fatjacksports.com or call one eight hundred two nine eight one three eight three. Get the uh, the Super Bowl plays for only sixty nine dollars. Also, don't forget to go to three psmag.com, enter the Super Bowl squares contest, and turn five bucks into $100 each quarter during the game on Sunday. For Jeff, I am Brandon. Enjoy the weekend. Don't be stupid. Don't go to a party with 74 people. Stay at your damn house and watch the game. Go to a party with 73 people. But if it hits 74, <laughs> that's where it's we kinda, go. It's kind of like, you know, now in Ohio, you're safe at 1059, but at 11 o'clock, you got to watch out. So that's the same rule. We're now saying parties can be no bigger than 73 people. And, and have to end before 10.59 p.m. Eastern. Exactly. That's still my favorite is that they elect to show something after the Super Bowl. And right. they're always like, oh, it's going to be on at like 9.30. It's like, what Super Bowl's ever ended and, at 9.30? No. I mean, the game doesn't start to like 6.50. Yeah. And you got a 40-minute halftime. Like, how's that going to work? 
Yeah, halftime's going to suck, by the way. Okay, so real quick before we go, and the music's playing, so I'll be quick. Um, people will be talking more about the halftime show than the game come Monday. It's the weekend, right? That dude. I don't know that there's enough cocaine in Tampa to suffice what's going to happen, but yeah, that's it's that's going to be the talk. Well, if he if he has a heart attack on stage, there's going to be a ton of medical professionals in the audience. See, it's a bonus. Twenty five hundred uh, medical professionals going to the game, so that's that's good for him. Nice. All right, that'll wrap nice. up this edition. We'll see you next week on a, on the uh, post Super Bowl edition of Three Point Stance Magazine. This is Three Point Stance Magazine. For all the latest news and insights, stay connected with Three Point Stance Magazine online at 3psmag.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and through your favorite podcast site. We'll be back next week with another edition of Three Point Stance Magazine.